Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope, both currently on a short hiatus. Thanks for joining me. Today's edition is for Friday, the 9th of June, 2023. We begin with the moon approaching in Pisces, the moon approaching... An aspect I have not mentioned yet, a really kind of cool aspect pattern, and that is the sextile between Saturn and Jupiter. It's actually Jupiter, sextile, Saturn, 60 degrees. We've got the two biggest planets in balance. That's quite rare to happen. These uh, sextiles are uh, they are not as rare as squares, but they are kind of rare and you just don't see Jupiter and Saturn in a sextile very often and it happens that they are right now uh, that slowly will come into exact focus over about the next 10 days but it's quite strong at the moment now the Pisces moon approaching a sextile to Jupiter that is friendly that is helpful that has some buoyancy to it except that right after that happens a little bit later on Tonight, uh, the moon will make a conjunction to Saturn. So that, depending on who you are and what you're doing and the state of your life, that will either have the sensation of heaviness or a let's get down to business. It could be a little bit of both. Moon Saturn is very good for business-related activities. It's a little tricky for emotional experiences and uh, for you know maintaining that buoyancy that that will definitely be present with moon jupiter and then uh, so i would suggest that you wrap up business early today get your responsibilities out of the way get it while the uh, while the getting is good and then by the time the moon makes its conjunction to to saturn later on tonight little before midnight Eastern time, uh, you will be clear that you don't have anything special left to do. Now, uh, the moon is heading for last quarter. Remember, a week ago, we had the uh, the, the full moon in Sagittarius. And, uh, and so now we are at last quarter. That takes place on Saturday. That is moon square sun last quarter. Uh, last quarter usually feels pretty good. It's a good balance to have the moon and the sun in a 90-degree angle. That tends to feel good. There is, however, a little, uh, let's say, a trigger warning in there, and that is that at the time that the moon is square the sun, it will also be conjunct a centaur planet called Nessus. The centaur planets are all kind of the godchildren of Chiron, and they all represent <clears throat> matters of deep healing. And so deep healing usually means some form of investigating the injury, cleaning the wound, and if that is not the spirit of the day, then uh, there, there can be this sensation of like, oh my God, can't get it right, there's this deep thing that I am dragging around. And that, that is the nature of Nessus, the deep thing uh, that is being dragged around. It's a little bit like Psyche in that sense, the asteroid Psyche, but Centaur planets uh, are a lot more influential than asteroids. And so this can represent some old and deep material, and the chances are, like almost all 
uh, injuries of its nature that it is lodged on the emotional, not the physical, the emotional level. There may be some form of body memory, but remember, this is largely about feelings. And so when Nessus is present, the first thing to do is to take personal accountability and remember that your life is your life and uh, in the immortal words of I, I guess it's um, an offshoot of uh, well it's uh, I can't think of the original uh, Au revoir Simone and I think uh, nice as fuck a, a uh, kind of an offshoot of Au revoir Simone has a song called Only You can make you happy and so with Nessus that is essential only you can take the lead in your healing process and so Nessus is all about where the buck stops and the buck stops with you. Sunday uh, on the 11th is uh, an interesting day. Generally two planets change signs at once. First uh, Pluto retrogrades back into Capricorn. Uh, so we've we've now experienced between March and May, March, late, late March, I think, so like all of April, all of May, so a little under three months of Pluto in Aquarius, the first test run of Pluto in Aquarius. Note the incredible, ridiculous amount of news surrounding artificial intelligence uh, around the time that Pluto has been in Aquarius. Ju- again, just three months. And I have someone feeding me daily a kind of a customized news feed of things related to UFOs and related to artificial intelligence. And I have to say it is enough to have a complete news blog uh, dedicated to those issues. And so uh, the AI issue, ChatGPT, ChatGPT being used by lawyers to write legal briefs and ChatGPT finding its way into newsrooms taking over journalism. If we think that Google has taken over our lives, wait till we see the effects of this. It's not something that I am really looking forward to. Um, It just seems to be uh, one kind of crisis after the next involving the implications of artificial intelligence. And as I've said many times before, all of COVID, the entire COVID scenario was driven by artificial intelligence. No one but me is talking about this. The entire thing was the product of digital technology and, in particular, AI technology being used by virologists as their last desperate gasp to prove that they have uh, any reason to exist at all. So Pluto is going to back, back into Capricorn. That is going to be interesting. We will have Uh, Pluto moving retrograde in Capricorn through the anoretic degrees of Capricorn repeating the United States. Pluto returns. going to go right over the U.S. Pluto again. So get ready for some interesting developments on the, uh, let's see, as Allen Ginsberg put it, (laughs) way back in 1967 or so, the fall of America. Uh, Pluto will go direct on 1010 and will re-enter Aquarius on 1-20-24. Again, we'll re-enter Aquarius on January 20th, 2024. So, starting on Sunday for the rest of the year, Pluto remains in Capricorn and the United States Pluto return is re-invoked. I will add uh, my article about the U.S. Pluto return if you are interested. And there's a whole resource area at Planet Waves on the U.S. Pluto return. All of this insanity that we are seeing centered in and around the United States and what used to be called the free world 
pertains to the return of Pluto to the place where it was at the time, the Declaration of Independence and the Articles of Confederation, one year apart approximately, a year and a half apart, one in 1776, one in 1777, they've got approximately the same Pluto position. Uh, These two charts, again, the Articles of Confederation, Scorpionic America, for those of you who are old astrology buffs from way back in the 20th century, and the conventional Sibley chart, or USA number one, both are going to be fully engaged in this experience of um, the, well, that I know of, it's the only time that a standing republic has actually had its Pluto return. Kingdoms have them, empires have them, but standing republics tend to be short-lived. And so uh, we, we are having uh, that right now. Okay, so uh, other things going on in this chart. Uh, at the moment, Venus is in direct motion. It is making its first of a series of squares to Jupiter. Uh, Mars is also a square Jupiter, but that's a separating square. That's already happened. The Venus square Jupiter aspect is developing. And then next month, Venus will station retrograde and make another square to Jupiter and then station direct in the fall and make a third square to Jupiter. So uh, there is the element of attention seeking with Jupiter in Leo. There is um, the the need for some grounding around the issue of self-esteem. That is generally not uh, a a very well understood subject self esteem self self respect I tend to think of them as being very similar things uh, whatever you understand the best now one interesting fact of the astrology right now and this is getting a little bit subtle but it is uh, looking right at us is that Venus is at a ninety degree angle to the lunar nodes that's also called Venus square the nodes or Venus at the bending. A planet square the lunar nodes, these mysterious things that indicate certain behavior of the moon, including the eclipses of the moon and the sun, uh, are some of the most powerful influences in astrology. They're also among the most misunderstood influences in astrology. And when the when anything is square the lunar nodes, that is the thing that must be addressed. And it turns out that one of the rulers of the nodes, the north node is in Taurus, hence the north node is ruled by Venus, is square the lunar nodes. That is a skipped steps condition. It is a caution to not skip the necessary steps on the way to getting where you're going. Don't cut the line. Don't try to get a job that you're not qualified for. Don't buy a house that you're not qualified to pay for. This is really about uh, respecting the the order in which things are done and making sure that you have the necessary preparation for what it is that you uh, want to do. Digital conditions are very hard on this matter of preparation uh, or what sometimes um, manifests as acquired knowledge. People do not enjoy learning under digital conditions and those who have done the most learning are instantly obviated by Google experts, people who think they're experts when they read the results on the first page of Google and don't read the articles that are connected to them, much less the sources and the footnotes. And so that too is a form of a skipped step, this uh, refusal to honor acquired knowledge in either direction. This is a recent revelation. I've known for a while 
that digital conditions were hard on those who had acquired knowledge previously, the long way, the hard way, through experience, through study, through learning, because AI makes it so easy to say, well, I know more than you, and I've got 50 other viewpoints than you have, except that digital is also hard on the acquisition of the cultivation and development of acquired knowledge because it's like, well, why bother when I can just type into ChatGPT? I have to say, with ChatGPT, the funniest story I read about that ever was the one where an, an attorney uh, attempted to have ChatGPT write a legal brief in one of his cases, and the AI program not only made up a bunch of horseshit in the brief, but it created non-existent cases that were cited as case law. Any legal motion has to cite precedents. You have to say I'm arguing this because the courts have decided it previously or the Constitution says that or whatever it may be. There are almost always citations in legal briefs and ChatGPT made up all these phony cases that didn't exist. Yes, this is where we are heading. It is not artificial intelligence. It is artificial idiocy. Uh, I think I have no other uh, special comments to make about today's astrology except to say that the North Node remains in the discovery degree of Chiron. The only two people on the planet who care about that or probably have noticed are me my old friend, and my old friend Barbara Han Klaus. So the Chiron discovery degree is activated. Um, the planet Venus is square the Chiron discovery degree. So that's kind of like a little bit like being square Chiron. I always think of the discovery degree of Chiron as a stand-in for Chiron. And what Barbara Hancloud, it's a very interesting article in the book, Chiron, Rainbow Bridge on Venus Square Chiron. And that is about the use of alternative sexual orientations as a way to dodge the matters of male-female Polarity. We see a lot of that going on right now, so it is in some ways um, one of the central emotional and social healing issues of our time. I have a couple of new uh, publications, well, video, multimedia type of things. Uh, I have posted two things to the Planet Waves YouTube channel. One of them is a test uh, video. I was partly testing the camera and partly testing my theory. Uh, about the very basics of reading a natal chart. This is the first mini class in the Astrology Student Union series uh, from Planet Waves. And then additionally, uh, uh, over the weekend, I think maybe on Saturday uh, of last uh, weekend, I posted a conversation with a guy named <clears throat> Mark Stallman. And this is on the spiritual impact of full digital conditions, a topic that I will be talking about quite a bit. We have pre-sale for the Cancer Astrology Studio reading and also pre-sale for Trifecta, the, uh, the 2023 mid-year reading that will address Venus retrograde, Jupiter in Taurus, and Pluto in Aquarius. Signing off from Kingston, New York at 11.01 a.m., Eric Francis. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> Thanks for reading Planet Waves. Thanks for your business and your trust. Stay in touch.